this solo debut is a massive gamble for Sayu. Regardless if they are genuinely passionate about it or just doing it for the money, truth is that Sayu can't command how much success they experience in their careers as solo artists. There is no perfect formula to be successful as a solo artist. That's the truth. But by the end of the day, all the successful solo artists and later on careers share a couple of elements between them that were at the core of their success. And that's exactly what you and I are going to analyze today. Let's kick off this episode of Say You Lounge. Welcome to Sayu Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today's topic is Solo Debuts, the Recipe for Success. This is a follow-up to episodes 50, 51 and 52 that covered the recent trend of rushing solo debuts, the risks of such debuts, how a badly timed debut can ruin or cripple a solo career, as well as the solo careers that deserved more love. What I am going to cover are the elements I believe that are essential for a solo debut to be successful. Please note that there are solo debuts that were indeed successful and did not have many or at times any of these elements at its core. So as it is, take those as the elements most commonly found in successful debuts. Elements that I believe are a must for a solo artist to have a successful solo career. To better understand that, you'll be in the shoes of a male Sayu ready to make a solo debut, and I'll be playing everyone at the music label responsible for making sure you succeed, okay? Let's kick off this exercise. My name's Vanessa, and I am your artist manager at Major Music Label X. Please take a seat. The first meeting will cover what you want to do as an artist and what are the music label's plans for your career. For your solo debut, our music label wants you to perform pop or pop rock music. As those are the simplest music genres for a debut, good warm-ups and pretty much welcoming to newcomers and longtime fans of yours. Pop and pop rock music are radio-friendly and the majority of successful Sayu artists are like that because they are performing music everyone will enjoy instead of a niche subgenre. To avoid making this exercise extremely complex, let's imagine that, as a matter of fact, you want to be a pop rock artist, so you're okay with what the music label wants you to do. A note that there are music labels that do not let rookie solo artists decide the music genre they want to perform. King Records is a bit like this. Since its foundation, King Records has been an Enka and pop music label powerhouse, first and foremost. Artists signing to them are aware of that. Then there are other music labels like Lantis and Sacra Music that let Sayu choose the type of music they want to perform and the style or concept they want for themselves. Know that later on in your career, if this music label gives you creative freedom, you can change the music genres you perform and even pitch in with me, your artist manager, 
that you want to use your compositions and lyrics for your music. As a rookie, few are the CU that can pitch that in from the start. Good examples of that are Shugo Nakamura and Soma Saito, solo artists that wrote lyrics to some of the songs in their debut CDs. But they only had freedom to compose and write their music one or two years after debut. Back to our exercise. After deciding that you are going to perform pop rock music and you want a serious concept for you to be taken seriously as a singer-songwriter, it's time for another talk. As your artist manager, I'll then mention how the music industry is working in recent years, what are the trends and what other CU artists that are often compared to you or that you are compared to are doing as solo artists and how you can achieve their levels of success or overcome them. And that's when the bomb is dropped. What about your looks? As I've talked plenty about on episodes 46 and 47, good looks are a must these days, if a seiyuu wants to make a solo debut and attract attention to himself. And as an artist manager at this music label, I'll make sure to point that out to you during our meeting. Yes, you can make your solo debut with the looks that you now have, but have you thought about looking perfect? about meeting those bare minimum good looks that the music industry and, in a way, your fans now ask of you. There are music labels that raise the point, and then there are those that not only raise the point, but are actively, yet politely, inviting you to improve your looks before a solo debut happens. In the latter case, if you don't abide to it, it's best not to bother with joining that music label to begin with. Know as well that depending on the concept chosen for or by you, you'll have more or less leeway into how you look like. So there's in a way a certain level of choice about the looks for Seiyuu, however, have into account that debuts under major music labels are often those in which Seiyuu can't choose how they will look, at least for the very first CDs in their rookie and sophomore years. Seiyuu do have a lot of leeway if they debut under indie or independent music labels. Of course you want to be successful. You decide that a brief diet will slim you down a bit, just enough to meet those desirable K-pop idol looks that most male Seiyuu have. You think to yourself, I only have to bear it for one or two months prior to the debut and then the one month of promotions for that CD, then I'm free. Well, you are until the next CD release. So far, so good. In your notebook, you write the essentials so far. Choosing a popular and easy listening music genre, pop or pop rock, having good looks, diet, hair, skin, teeth, treatments, exercise, and so on. You close your notebook for now and I'll explain to you that knowing how popular you are as a Seiyuu, you have a dedicated and passionate fanbase, it'll be rather easy to have a solo debut. Your popularity was one of the reasons why this major music label wanted to sign a contract with you to begin with. The return on investment basically 
means that if the money they invested in you is quickly covered and they make a profit, is on top of the priorities of the music label. Remember, they may represent artists, but their ultimate goal is to make money. When SAU is already popular prior to their solo debut, major music labels will line up to try and sign them to a solo artist deal. At the same time, you were signed to this music label because you have experience working in 2D music projects. Let's say that you've been part of two idol projects and one rock project, and the characters you voice are actually really popular within each of those franchises. We, as the music label, hope the popularity and proven experience you bring from those projects will help your debut. Certainly, your experience already puts you one step ahead of the competition. Having a proven record as a singer in 2D music projects, regardless of the music genre, and having people recognizing your skills is already half the work done in terms of people knowing what you can do. You can sing, people know it, people talk about it. You getting a solo debut is something many were wishing for a long time. It was a natural transition. You open your notebook again and add to that list of essentials for your solo debut. Choosing a popular and easy listening music genre, pop or pop rock, having good looks, diet, hair, skin, teeth, treatments, exercise and so on, proven experience and singing skills. You close your notebook again. I look at you and say that you have studio time scheduled with a producer and sound engineer that we've hired. This is, and I hope you remember this from episodes 34, 35 and 36, what's called an advance. Money that the music label spends in order to hire staff to help you create your CD. Later on, when the CD hits stores, the music label will collect that fee and more but I won't dive into it, especially given how in-depth I've already talked about it. I invite you to check episodes 34 up to 37 about music royalties. Back to our exercise. You leave the meeting with a note saying that you have studio time scheduled with a producer and sound engineer. Me, your artist manager, will work with the music label's marketing team to prepare a debut plan for you. We know the music genre you'll perform and the concept. We can leverage your experience and popularity as well. You head to the recording studio for a meeting with the person that will be producing your debut CD. They are mildly familiar with your singing tone and technique, but they may not be fully up to speed with it. So this meeting is more than important to let them know what you're all about as a singer. This is an important talk in which it is recommended that you, as the artist, are as clear about the kind of music you like, type of vocals or performances you're most comfortable with, and what you feel like you can't pull off. This is valuable information for the producer that now not only knows your concept and preferred music style, but also your singing tone, skills and preferred singing styles. All this information is related to the lyricists and composers that will work creating the music you'll perform. After this meeting, you head back home. 
It will take some weeks or even months until I, your artist manager, contact you to let you know that I've sent to your talent agency or that you can come pick up at our front desk the lyrics and music sheets of the songs you'll be performing. Yes, those are not usually sent to email because, well, emails can be hacked and you want everything to be in secrecy, especially when a solo debut is already in motion but is yet to be announced to the public and media. Notice that you went to pick up the lyrics and sheet music. A note, most CU know how to read sheet music. As a matter of fact, most CU that perform 2D music have to know how to read sheet music. Otherwise, when rehearsing, they do not know how to sing the lyrics in front of them. So let's also assume you can read sheet music. You come to pick up the lyrics at our front desk. We give you one week to get familiar with those, rehearse by yourself, because next time you enter the studio, you'll be recording those for real. There comes the time to record in the studio. You have a dry rehearsal in which you can actively discuss with the producer how certain parts of the song are performed. Giving and receiving feedback is a big part of this process. I recommend you to check episode 15 for an in-depth visit to a studio as a Sayu artist. Then you're off to the recording. Everything goes without a hitch. After recording the music, all that is left is to shoot the cover art and recording the music video. Depending on the concept chosen for or by you, the style of the cover art may or may not count with a prior discussion between manager, photographer and possibly a stylist or designer. Depending on whether you're on the cover or the cover is abstract or the artsy type. Let's go the traditional route and go for a cover featuring your likeness. Most solo debut CDs have the face of the Seiyu on it. After all, that's the primary way in which people can recognize you and for newcomers, how people will associate the name on the cover to your face and thus making you recognizable. So you head with me to the studio for the photo shoot. Your manager from the talent agency will most likely accompany you as well as they are representing your talent agency that has rights over your image to begin with. The photoshoot also goes well. Sometimes rookie Seiyu artists are on the cover of their CDs wearing the clothes they wear in the music video for their debut song. And why is that? To create a certain continuity and, once again, to make it easy for people to associate a name to a look. The music video may be recorded in the same day as the cover art photoshoot. Most music videos take 2 up to 4 hours to be recorded. However, depending on the complexity, music videos can take up to 1 or 2 days to be recorded. Usually, debut music videos are simple, with 2 or 3 set changes and thus 2 or 3 clothing changes and take in average 6 hours to complete, between down and recording times. Pop artists will have dancers with them. The dance routine is usually recorded multiple times and with plenty of camera work in order to capture your every movement in all its grace. 
Pop rock or rock artists tend to feature live bands in their music videos. It's not a norm though. Still, most pop rock artists will have either a band section or a part in which they are on the mic or playing guitar. After everything is wrapped up, your work is done for now. It's time for the music label to work on the marketing strategy for you, preparing press releases to send to news outlets, buying ads on television or radio, get you on magazines and get you variety and radio appearances in which you'll be promoting your CD. At the same time, the producing team has already polished your music and the CDs are already in production after being added the art and the finished music video to those. The marketing team, if it is a good one, will be active and using active listening to know what your fans want, what the media is saying about you, and you will turn some of those impressions into valuable information for your debut or for your sophomore release. The marketing team will assess the releases that are set to make their way to stores in every month and plan the release for a time in which it will be a bit simpler for you to chart comfortably within Oricon's top 50. They will find the perfect timing for your debut. If they are serious about making you a star, they will focus on that. They also have to coordinate with your schedule to avoid having your media promotions clashing with your work as a CEO. And that's when I contact you. You're ready to debut next month. We're building up the hype around you, already have a snippet of your music video on YouTube, and we are actively promoting everything you'll be doing on social media. Now it's time for you to do your thing. The call ends. It's time to use your image, popularity and experience to promote your solo debut. People want to hear from you. I will be alongside your talent agency manager accompanying you to every variety and media event to avoid presenters and hosts from asking questions that they shouldn't. This is usually a time that many say you confess is stressing, promoting themselves. For example, when promoting this one, Toshiki Masuda mentioned that it was awkward to promote himself as a solo artist. Yumuchida was also pretty giddy about it, and Somasaito was incredibly nervous and awkward about it. It's normal, so you are not prepared for all the fanfare that comes with media promotions. Additionally, most Seiyu are not used to the spotlight, even if they are really popular. Believe it or not, Many say you are camera shy. After all this hard work from both you, me, your artist manager and everyone at the music label, let's imagine that you end up selling 8000 copies of your debut CD. That's not only a massive success, but also proof that you are, indeed, the right choice by your music label. Those big sales numbers may also give you leverage to have a meeting with me, your artist manager and other music label representatives about you wanting to be a singer-songwriter. If you manage to keep up the momentum, you can have a successful solo career. If your music label is a good one, they will strive for that to happen. They will slowly give you control over your music, concepts and image. 
to sum it all up, most successful solo debuts have some of these elements in common. Popular seiyuu prior to the debut, proven experience as a singer, a simple, easy listening music genre, looks or visuals that meet the industry's standards, solid singing skills, this may be optional in some cases, namely the solo debuts just to cash in on popularity, good timing and a good marketing strategy by the music label. How was it to be a CU artist for this episode's exercise? It sounds intense and it may even be more intense and stressing than it sounded like. Being a solo artist on top of a CU is not an easy task. And having a successful solo debut is also not something easy to pull off. As you could tell, I've covered 8 points that are commonly found in the successful solo debuts of Yomuchida, Toshiki Masuda, Soma Saito, Kotaro Nishiyama and even Makoto Furukawa. Those are just some of the elements that help making a successful solo debut. However, there are many other things that go into influencing success for a seiyuu artist's solo debut. I believe that it is key that the artist and the music label are on the same page in terms of the plan as an artist. Which music genres to perform, what is going to be his concept and image. All that paired with consistency, good performances and innovation while keeping up with the trademark sound are key to making a debut pretty solid and their career onwards extremely consistent. Then a good marketing team is essential, making sure domestic fans get to see, hear and know about the CEO artist by creating content for the official YouTube channel, making sure they are active in the promotions on social media. If the CU has international fans, then focusing on making some of the content available to them with English subs or with posts in English to help making that CU more visible. Good marketing efforts are half the reason why CU are successful or not as solo artists. If the artist is good but barely promoted or badly promoted, what happens? Lack of visibility, lack of interest. So having a good marketing team that will focus on being there for the CU artist, making sure they are heard, seen and known is crucial. And timing can be the make or break of a career. Releasing the debut CD when no other CU is making a debut makes them easy to notice. There will only be talk about them. Making a solo debut in the same month or with a couple of weeks of difference as another seiyuu, it will be impossible for people to not compare them and the attention will be divided which makes it harder for visibility. Now tell me, what do you think is that one essential thing that all solo debuts should have? Let me know in the comments and remember, leave your comments as complex or as simple as they may be and you can be featured on upcoming episodes of Seiyuu Lounge. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the hand that feeds HQ's weekly mail Seiyuu and music-related content, hit the subscribe button. I'll return next week with another episode of Seiyuu Lounge. Thank you for listening and see you guys around.